This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Internet and Radio Ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Someone once wrote, We have become a generation of people who worship our work, work at our play, and play at our worship. Would you agree with this statement? Join us as we begin a new sermon series, Pause. Today's message, God Insists. God made you and He has a maintenance plan for your life. When you think about it, He invented you. He ought to know what makes you work best. And one of those things that God insists upon for you and me is rest. That's what our message for today is about as we begin a new sermon series entitled, Pause. Would you pray with me? Almighty God, we pause on this day to thank you for the daily grace and peace that you pour into our lives. You are truly a loving Father, and we would be lost without you. Amen. Our reading for today is taken from the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 20, beginning at verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, you, your son or your daughter, your male or female slave, your livestock, or the alien resident in your towns. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and consecrated it. Dear friends, one of the greatest joys in my life right now is being a grandparent. I love watching little Henry and John grow and explore and enjoy things and play and learn. I mean, it's just plain fun to watch. One thing I've noticed, though, that I'd forgotten since my own days of parenting is the importance of giving those kids a quiet time for a nap each day. They don't function very well without a nap. They can be quite a challenge, in fact, to be around when it doesn't happen. They need their rest, and mom and dad, <laughs> they need them to take their rest as well. Otherwise, craziness and crankiness and rebelliousness can set in. You know, as children of God, as we place our trust in Jesus Christ, that's what makes us children of God, we can get pretty crazy and cranky and rebellious as well without proper rest in our lives. Our Heavenly Father knows that well, that we don't do very well when we're tired out. All of God's children need a quiet time. Yet, when you look around, there seems to be an epidemic of tiredness. People overwhelmed, overworked, overscheduled, overstretched. When you talk with people and ask them how they're doing, they'll oftentimes say, I'm so busy or I'm tired. It seems like we've got this thing that some call hurry sickness. We're always on the run. Dr. Richard Swenson, who wrote the book Margins a few years ago, uh, shares with us these words. 
Even our sentences are peppered with such words as time crunch, fast food, rush hour, frequent flyer, expressway, overnight delivery, and rapid transit. The products and service we use further attest to our hurry. We send packages by Federal Express, use a long-distance company called Sprint, manage our personal finances on Quicken, schedule our appointments on a day runner, diet with Slim Fast, and swim in trunks made by Speedo. (laughs) It seems like, whether you're a Christian or, or not a Christian, we're extremely overwhelmed. It seems like we're so oftentimes on that phone as well. Think about it. Taking in a steady stream of information, reading, typing, so on. We're, we're wearing out our brains. And all kinds of things get damaged when that kind of thing overtakes our lives. It hurts our physical and mental health, doesn't it? There's a fatigue that sets in, an exhaustion. You hear about people talking burnout and depression. And it does damage to our ability to have relationships. It's hard to build meaningful relationships when you're always on the run. It's pretty much impossible. It's hard to have a good relationship with God, to build a a solid, close relationship with Him if we're always on the run. It's so easy to forget God and, and end up chasing these little idols in life that we think we need, getting ahead, personal security, possessions, reputation, and so on, and God gets put on the shelf. It's hard to build a relationship with others as well in this world. It's hard to love, you see, when you're always tired out. You ever notice that? Sometimes the best thing I can do in my for my friendships is to make sure I get enough sleep. I love the story about the businessman who constantly is bringing his briefcase home from work every day. He has this little boy who disappointedly watches him pull that briefcase out every night after supper and begin to do more work. And one night the kid asked him, Dad, why do you do that? And the dad says, I can't get all my work done at the office. And the little boy thought for a moment and he said, well, can't they just put you in a slower group? I guess he's thinking about school. Sometimes It would be nice if we could just get into a slower group, I think. We do damage in our relationship with ourselves. We get crabby and lonely and stressed. And, you know, you've heard the statement, I'm sure constant work turns human beings into human doings. And we're not meant to be human doings. You ever gotten to that place where you're saying, I don't like me this way, I don't like what I'm becoming? Or you find yourself longing for childhood again. I just want to go back in time and be a little kid again when life was simple. Well, God says to those of us living in this world, take a pause. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, why would I be willing to do that? Three good reasons I can give you. Number one, as an expression of your love for him. 
It's a response of obedience to the one who saved you for himself. Israel had just been saved from slavery in Egypt. As Christians, we've been saved from slavery to sin and death and the power of the devil through the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. He's given us this gift of life in the first place and saved us and given us eternal life with him. And the question becomes for the person who is the recipient of that, how can I say thanks? How can I express my love and gratitude for belonging to him? Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, our Lord says. The second good reason is it's the wise thing to do. It's for our good. We are actually wired for this. We see in Genesis chapter 2 at the end of the creation story that God rested on the seventh day. And in this passage we looked at today in Exodus, he's basically saying, The Lord God rested on the Sabbath day. Rest then yourselves. Rest like me and rest with me. His pause, though, was not because of tiredness. He's God. But it was a pause to enjoy what he had created in the previous six days. Remember, after each thing he created, he said, this is very good. His pause was a time to enjoy some triumph as someone pleased with what he had just accomplished. His pause was to relate to his creation, to put in some what you might call garden time with Adam and Eve. Well, believe it or not, we're wired to take a pause and a rest. Think about it. We are created in the image of God. That means that if Sabbath is in God's uh, being, then It would be in ours as well. It's part of God's maintenance plan for your body and your mind and your spirit. It's a wise thing to do. Third good reason, Jesus did it. Jesus, in fact, called himself the Lord of the Sabbath. One day when he was being hassled by the Pharisees and the religious scribes that had turned the Sabbath day into something that was a legalistic burden for the people, He took them on. He didn't deny the importance of Sabbath. He says, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. But he talked about it in another way. He said, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. It's a gift from God to us for our good. So let's explore a little bit this thing called Sabbath. It's an old-fashioned churchy word. Sabbath means a time of rest to not work. It's holy to the Lord, Scripture tells us. It's a day to pause from our labors and routines. It's a special day set aside for us, and we all need one. And God is very insistent that we take one. Sabbath is a time for resting. We take a physical break, an emotional break, a spiritual break from the run, run, run of life. It's a time for remembering, isn't it? We remember God. We remember ourselves and who we are and whose we are. We remember God's grace and what he's done for us through Jesus Christ. We remember the big picture that God has the whole world in his hands. 
Forgetting that kind of rest can lead to sometimes forgetting God and how big and powerful He is and how much we need Him. It's not only time for resting and remembering, it's a time for resisting. Resisting the world's call to work, work, work to justify our existence. It's basically a declaration of freedom when you think about it. I am not a slave to my work. I belong to God. In Deuteronomy chapter 5, which is another repeat of the Ten Commandments, he says, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. He says, remember that you were a slave. Not anymore, though. God has set you free. It's also a time, the Sabbath, for reflecting about what's important and looking at where my life is headed. Am I on track with the Lord? It's a time to relate to God. It's a time set aside to put some focus, some really intentional focus on the God who created me and who saved me through His Son, Jesus Christ. In other words, it's a rhythm for living out life with God. And it's a rhythm that we were created for. I like the writer Eugene Peterson Uh, And he writes a bit about Sabbath. He writes, and I quote, Sabbath is the time set aside to do nothing so that we can receive everything. To set aside our anxious attempts to make ourselves useful. To set aside our tense restlessness. It's a time to set aside our media-saturated boredom. It's the time to receive silence and let it deepen into gratitude to receive quiet into which forgotten faces and voices unobtrusively make themselves present. It's a time to receive the days of the just-completed week and observe the wonder and miracle still reverberating from each one to receive our Lord's amazing grace. But still, we struggle to follow this commandment. Why can't we and why don't we hit that pause button more eagerly and more regularly than we do? There's probably a variety of reasons. We, number one, probably don't want to believe this. I like to believe that I'm tough and I can handle things myself. I've heard people say, I can rest later. I've got things to accomplish. I don't need a rest. Perhaps it's we want to get ahead to outdo the doers and come out on top in the race. We sometimes feel we have to keep up in order to attain that better life that we dream for ourselves, to hang on to that American dream, perhaps, those things that we want to enjoy in life, but we don't even have time to enjoy them anymore because we're working all the time. Perhaps it's we simply see working as a justification for our existence to others. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. I'm important. I belong in this world. I think sometimes people can wear busyness as a badge of honor. It's almost like they're proud of saying, I've been way too busy and I'm tired. Sometimes we try to justify ourselves to ourselves. It's like Rocky said to Adrian in that first Rocky movie when she asked, why are you going to all this trouble? He said, I just want to go the distance so I'll know I'm not a bum. 
Someone once wrote, We have become a generation of people who worship our work, work at our play, and who play at our worship. I think there's some truth to that. Finally, I think we struggle with keeping this commandment because it doesn't come easy. Sabbath keeping is hard. Taking a Sabbath rest takes effort because it's going against the current of the times. It doesn't come as naturally as we like to think. It's sometimes very hard for us to just drop things. It's, you just can't. This is a strenuous act of the will. It's intentional. It's learning to say no. But to take a Sabbath pause, or, or not to take a Sabbath pause, is a dangerous, disastrous way to live one's life. We need to do this because without it, there's going to be breakdowns and burnout. We all know stories of people who wreck their bodies and their families and their friendships and their very souls because God's instructions were ignored. I mean, think about it. Jesus said, what does it profit a person to gain the whole world and lose his very being, his soul? These folks never slowed down. They never paused. They never scheduled a deep Sabbath rest into their weekly calendar. And there's a price that's to be paid for that. But it does not have to be that way for you, does it? God has been quite forthcoming on giving you the solution to avoid that kind of ending. The question is, what are you going to do about it or what are you doing about it? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? I think it's something we all need to be asking ourselves. Who do I want to become in this next season of my life? I mean, do you want to get closer to God? Do you want to be more effective in serving Him in this world? Do you want to become more loving and patient and kind and filled with joy? Because how you decide to treat the gift of Sabbath that God has given you will have an impact on whether that happens in your life or not. Today, I want to encourage you to make the commitment to be a Sabbath person in Christ. Build that pause into your life. Here are some things you can do. Be a regular worshiper. That was the habit of Jesus, Scripture tells us, to go to the synagogue on the Sabbath. Find yourself a church and go regularly. Put worship on your calendar. For people today, it's too often become a coin toss because uh, there's so much going on competing for your time on a Sunday morning. But if you want to become a dialed-in, growing Christian, uh, someone who knows a little more about your faith, someone who looks a little more like the one you follow, then write church on your calendar and keep that appointment. Use the day to relax with others as well, to laugh and enjoy people, have recreation and time of play. Build some quiet time into your life on that day, a time to reflect. This is a great day for picking up on your hobbies, doing what you like to do when you're not doing what you have to do. My appeal this day is be careful with this one and only life God has given you. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy and you will thank God that you did.
Amen. Would you pray with me? Lord, may we be Sabbath people, well-rested and bearing fruit to your honor and glory throughout the week. Help us to keep your commandment and trust that you really do know what is best for us. In the name of Jesus, we ask this. Amen. Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You've been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to build some pause in your life. Remember the Sabbath day which God has given you and keep it holy. You will thank God you did. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit, listener-supported ministry dedicated to serving the spiritual needs of those unable to attend worship and all others who listen. We are extremely grateful and feel a great responsibility to all who support us with their prayers and gifts. In this effort, we are currently considering the viability of each station we use. Therefore, we are asking for your help. During the month of August, please let us know where you hear this program. You can mail this information to us to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613, or by email to cc at nas.org, or by visiting our website, www.christiancrusaders.org, or by calling us at 888-693-2484. If you are listening to a radio station, please give us the call letters of that station. Each quarter, we print a newsletter called The Crusader. Each newsletter contains short messages by Pastor Kramer, Pastor Lavig, and Julie Nordstrom, our executive director. And in addition, other general information about Christian Crusaders. If you'd like to receive this newsletter and are not already on our mailing list, please give us your name and address and you'll be included in future newsletter mailings. We are happy you were able to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Steve Kramer, Senior Pastor of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Afton, Minnesota, and radio speaker on Christian Crusaders, broadcasting biblical truth continuously since 1936.